0: Welcome to my Monthly Hot Topic on a Timely Issue in the Volunteer Field. I'm Susan Ellis, President of Energize, Incorporated. The Limitations of Seeing Volunteers Only as Unpaid Staff At the moment, I'm consulting with several national organizations intent on re-envisioning their volunteer engagement strategies. Part of this process includes setting goals for volunteer participation and determining the best infrastructure to support volunteers. Our discussions usually surface a common mistake, picturing the core of volunteers mainly as unpaid help, assisting in the work of employees. From this grows the image of two parallel connected workforces, all best organized using the personnel or human resources model. Yes, both groups are human and resources to the organization, But they are far from equivalent. The differences between employees and volunteers are major and strategic. What follows is a grid that compares and contrasts both groups of workers in an attempt to show how treating them as the same, except for level of pay, is deceptive and limiting. They both are critical to meeting your mission, but need and deserve their own models of management. See if this comparison helps you to change your own thinking about the distinct importance of both groups to your organization. Feel free to share this grid, which you can find online, with others to start some important conversations up and down the chain of command. Employees. In any organization, the paid workforce is a known quantity, predictable and measurable in a number of key ways. We know how many job slots we have, even if there is some turnover in the people filling them during a year, or some change due to new or ending funding. We also know how many hours of work employees are expected to give, and to what tasks. Except for occasional job-sharing arrangements, what employee fills one job position? In contrast, no organization can confidently predict what its volunteer core will look like at any point in time. It's not predictable, but it is also potentially unlimited. It's possible to create a countable number of volunteer position descriptions and aim for providing a certain number of hours of service to clientele or produce outcomes that are measurable, but the number and types of individuals filling those positions will change constantly. Some volunteers will contribute episodically, others on a regular schedule. Some will come on site, others will serve online, and so on. In the same vein, a volunteer position might be filled by an individual, or several volunteers can work together in teams with friends, family, coworkers, faith communities. Many models can produce successful results, but it makes no sense to set a goal of X number of volunteers per year. Headcount does not equate to degree or quality of service. Part of our planning for employees is to provide them with consistent support and tools, a supervisor, a place to work, an official email address, supplies. But headcount does affect the amount of interviewing, screening, training, supplies, and supervision and coordinating time needed for volunteers. Because we assume the very part-time nature of volunteers, we rarely plan or budget for the consistent support, even if their numbers grow and grow. We cannot add employees to our payroll unless we first obtain funding for their salaries and benefits. But, though there are some financial considerations of staff time and other resources, we can add new volunteers at any time based on our recruitment efforts and the willingness of people to contribute their time. Employees in the same job slot are hired to be similar in qualifications and skills. Such expertise permits your organization to provide the highest quality of service in your core programs. Volunteers can certainly be found who are equally as qualified in the same skills as paid staff, which may be necessary for some roles. But as discussed in a moment, perhaps the greatest value of volunteers is not to assist staff, but to expand and diversify the expertise available to clientele. So there is great value in recruiting volunteers for skills and qualities that are intentionally different from those of the paid staff. In fact, the organization can accept unexpected offers of talent from new volunteers, adding services beyond what the staff might have identified on their own, but of clear value to clientele. While there may be demographic diversity, most paid staff are likely to be at least 21 and under 70 but volunteers can be of any age, occupational background, citizenship, neighborhood, and more. In fact, by design, some volunteer corps are recruited to be more like the clientele than the employees, especially if recipients of service are under 21 or over 70 or speak a different language or are dealing with specific health or other problems. Employees have a defined scope of work and organization-defined priorities and may have to operate within guidelines or restrictions imposed from legal sources. Because of funding sources, what was proposed to a private funder or what has been determined by legislation if a public agency, an organization can rarely decide quickly to change course and redirect paid staff attention to new issues. Employees must center their efforts on the clientele who are direct beneficiaries of the funded services. Employees must be equitable in spending their time and attention across as many clientele as possible and cannot, unless so funded, give endless individual attention to selected clients. Volunteers, on the other hand, can always be asked to focus their attention on priorities, even those that were not anticipated in advance. Volunteers, if they agree, can refocus their time on whatever the organization identifies as most needed to be done right now. As private citizens, volunteers can sometimes do things paid staff are not permitted to do, cross geographic boundaries, speak to legislators, attend public meetings. Volunteers have the luxury of focus and can devote their time to one project, one cause, or one client. And the organization can even recruit several volunteers to concentrate on one client if necessary. Volunteers can be recruited to provide supportive services to the families, friends, and employers of clients if such services make the primary focus, the paid staff role, more effective. We see employees as an organizational expense. While we may solicit them for donations, it is not an expectation. When they leave our employee, there are no official ties except perhaps retirement benefits. While expenses to support volunteers should be budgeted, we see volunteers as time donors. We find ways to solicit them for financial gifts in addition to their hours of voluntary service, which already stretch what the organization can do with the funds on hand. We cultivate long-term relationships with them because they are community friends and can be advocates and financial donors long after they leave their volunteer positions. Employees are paid labor. As individuals, they care deeply about our organization's mission and give of themselves above and beyond their job descriptions, but they are defined by their work positions. It is short-sighted to think of volunteers simply as unpaid labor. Their contributions go way beyond assisting in the delivery of services, and not all volunteers do direct service. Volunteers govern, advise, advocate, organize, represent us in the community, provide a link to the client perspective, add new ideas into our strategic planning. Their potential is limitless if we unleash it. What do you think of this comparison? What would you present differently? What would you add to either column? How should the differences between employees and volunteers affect the way these two groups are managed in your organization? This Hot Topic is available in written format on our website, where you're welcome to come and post a response, as well as read the comments of other site visitors. Go to www.energizeinc.com, or you can respond to this Hot Topic simply by sending an email to webmaster at At our website, you'll also find an archive of Hot Topics from almost 20 years, as well as over 1,200 pages of free information for leaders of volunteers. Thank you so much for listening today.